What's up, guys? Welcome to Diggity, a video game podcast, episode number 248. I'm Jeff James. With me, as always, the incredible, unobtainable, luscious Brody Faults, taking you and your ear holes on a magical adventure through the world of video game news. Hmm. Each and every single week, Brody and I descend upon from the heavens into video game land to bring you non-bullshit, non-political video game speak, my dudes and dudettes. We go live every single Thursday evening on YouTube and on Twitch at 9.30 p.m. Eastern or close to to 9.30. Sometimes we start a little bit earlier, feeling a little friskier tonight. Start a little earlier, you know, it's whatever. Yeah. It is what yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get a it head start in the evening. Yeah. But have no fear if you can't watch us live. You can always listen to the audio version of the podcast available on every single podcast network known to man, including Pandora, which was a huge pain in the ass to get on a while ago. But we did it. <laughs> and also, it's like it's like one of the main things that people listen to us on, which is kind of crazy. So thank you, that is Pandora very people. Bizarre. Yeah, I was looking at the stats the other day. I was like, that's kind of weird. Um, but anyways, yeah, we're on there. We're on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts. If this is your a millionth time listening to us impossible because this is only episode 248 please leave us a review that'd be fantastic uh you can also follow us on twitter and instagram at diggity podcast and uh we're also part of something pretty sweet called the spawn camp which is on youtube uh includes great great creators like the wasd and beyond boys talking about all different pop culture kind of stuff I believe they're talking about halo soon they're making a video about that um the halo tv series that is uh, we got Bill Bros podcast. If you love Gundam Pla, Gundam Pla, <laughs> Gundam Pla, that's your boys. If you love PLA plastics, if you just there you go big boner for plastic, follow them. I like Gundam. I actually, I was really, I was getting scared. I was in a Hobby Lobby. The wife was looking at you know dumb shit, and I was down in the model section, and I was looking at car models, and then I saw some Gundam models down there. I went, oh boy. They have Gundam in a Hobby Lobby? Yeah, certainly. No shit. Southwest Fort Wayne Hobby Lobby, that. dude. Huh. How much? Like, it wasn't that expensive either. Like, there was... No, they're not too bad. There was, like, one that was only, like, 19 bucks, and then there was another one that was, like, 45 Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. I actually picked up two two new ones today. So, I've been doing the... Oh, shit, the I, I'm trying to start going through and build all the uh, Evangelion uh units or the i gotta units. i gotta fucking start doing this because i used to do model stuff all the time like train models. it's relaxing man i, I know it, it's, it's relaxing. relaxing until it's not <laughs> you like snap a piece you're like mm, mother I, know. I gotta do it i gotta get the green mat and everything and get back into the model stuff really enjoy I it i picked up i picked up a high grade and a real grade which i had to have those guys explain to me what they are but basically oh, the is real the high pretty- grade better no, the real grades the real are grades. more okay. expensive and harder. But the the real grade uh, I got today was like forty bucks, and then I got uh, the high grade, which is the smaller ones, and it was like I don't know, tw- uh, I think it was thirteen bucks. That's not bad at all. Phil's and hobby there's no, shop. There's no glue, right? right Everything down snaps the road together, from you, my guy. Everything snaps together. Yeah. Yep. It's you only have to use glue if you snap it in half. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, I may or may not have. Yeah, I, I watched. I watched a video on Tested YouTube's channel um, with mm-hmm. Adam Savage, and Adam Savage is putting together one that was like, "Is there something higher quality than real?" Uh, there is a master grade and a perfect grade as well. I think it was. Don't quote perfect me on this. I believe grade. it was a perfect grade or something like that. Where like 
literally Those are like 150 dollars it was crazy, crazy bro this shit was like, like leds and everything yes it did yeah it did and it had it, it was like it literally had fucking like plastic injection molding like pieces that just it wouldn't it doesn't even make sense how they were plastic inject molded right <laughs> how they came out it's like how is this even possible it's crazy I, oh. I started to get into those before before we actually brought those guys into Spawn Camp. And then since we have brought them into Spawn Camp, I am fucked and so is my wallet. Like, I'm hooked on it now. It, it, oh, it's no. nice, like a nice little break Don't from play. video games every once in a while. Yeah, I like awesome. it. Awesome. I like it. Cool. Well, with tradition, what have you been playing? Oh, I've been on vacation this week, so I've played a lot. Uh, I have been playing Elden Ring, continuing on with that. I have talk that to death at this point i don't think i really need to say too no, much more about good. it um we're probably good. i have also been playing Ano mutationum so this is a pixel art game that i stumbled across on reddit i believe um very very cool game the art style is fantastic the pixel work is gorgeous so far the game seems like it's pretty cool um it, the the controls are a little floaty and not quite exactly what i was hoping for but mm -hmm. i'm invested enough into the world that they've built that it's i'm i'm in for it um i finally got around to trying dicey dungeons which is kind of a neat little like I, I, it's not even really D D, but um it's kind of like that you play as a die and you work your way through like five levels of dungeons and um and just you get different power ups, you can heal yourself, you have different battles that you go through. Some of the battles only block things like uh, chests that you could go and potentially get like a new skill or whatever it may be. Uh, for what it is, it's a it's a pretty simple, almost like card collecting game, but okay. it's very, very cool. And I actually really enjoyed my time with it. I, I played probably an hour and a half, two hours of that. Uh, got into Tunic a little bit, which is kind of nice. Zelda-esque, but also a kind of dark souls esque i don't know what to yeah, really yeah, yeah. i hate to make those comparisons because it's it's its own thing but it has mm. more of like a zelda feel with like some some dark souls um uh kind of elements to it where like if you die you go back to the last bonfire and you can go back and collect your your money and everything very very cool uh it is challenging for sure especially at certain points and if you kind of get too far and and don't rest on a bonfire or whatever it's it you definitely will um see some struggles uh but definitely very very cool game i really love the art style of it you play this as this little fox and like just run around the world and it's very cool uh great to kind of that isometric like uh dungeon crawling type of feel to it and very very good uh monster hunter rise i got back into that a little bit i ended up picking it up on pc because i plan on playing the expansion on pc uh, even though i have put like 80 hours into the switch version of it i am going to revert and go back to pc now that i have been playing predominantly on pc um so I didn't put a whole lot of time into that yet, but I definitely will. It has like an opposite control scheme of Elden Ring. So switching between the two is not great. <laughs> and it's very, very difficult. Yeah. Uh, I played Portal and Whoa. beat Portal. Yeah, just I wanted something. Randomly? I, I, just like, I was, hey, I want to fucking do this? or Yeah, I was... I've never completed all of Portal and Portal 1... Or Portal 2, sorry. I mean, that's kind of um, cool. So, yeah, I... I I definitely have played Portal before. Uh, I don't remember if I ever beat it back in the day or not, but I just kind of on a whim, I had it in my Steam library. So I went through and played Portal and 
that was a great little treat, a <laughs> nice little break from getting my ass kicked in Elden Ring. Uh, and then I, I started playing Portal 2 as well, which so far the, the humor and the writing in that is fantastic. I really like what they've done with that as well. Uh, and the last thing I have been playing, which we Jesus. will get to. Yeah. I, like I said, I've been on vacation all week, man. I got, oh, actually I played uh, Xenoblade Chronicles, a little bit of that on my switch, just progressed that ever so slightly, not anything crazy. And then the last thing that I will talk about after you're done talking about your games, uh, I finally got to start Tiny Tina's Wonderlands, which just came out this evening and I got about an hour and a half of it. And, uh, I have some, some thoughts so how what have you been playing well my family was able to finally come down so i was a little preoccupied but i still got some some decent gaming and also breaking news for those who give a shit about march madness gonzaga just fucking lost to arkansas holy cow right i mean i don't care about march madness but that still sounds crazy pretty wild um anyways I, i i played not a lot but a little bit of overwatch um signed up for the alpha so hopefully fingers crossed it even comes out uh and then i and then i've got uh what else i played played a little bit of madden played a little bit of nhl 22 um played a little bit more spider-man played that out for a bit just did a couple missions i'm at like 98 percent on that and i was like i could finish this up the original spider-man or miles morales Okay. original and so i was like ah i this has been a while since i got in there man when you're away from that game and you go back into it in fights you can suck real bad oh yeah yeah you forget like okay how do i how the hell do i use my gadgets how the hell do i punch how the hell do i use this shit yeah it's crazy yep. i forgot a ton of stuff so i messed around with that a bit um and i played some more park attack played a little bit of civ uh and then a tiny bit of uh, Mario Kart, um, as I'm excited nice. for the new tracks. So I'm super stoked. Yeah. Super, super stoked for that. But other than that, it's been pretty chill for me. Nothing nothing did, too crazy. Did that first pack release yet or no? Um, I don't know. I don't think so. I, it should be soon, I believe. But I, uh, yeah, no, I, I have not played Mario Kart in a while. Um, my... My Midwesterner just came out there where I go, yeah, no, no, yeah, yeah, no, yeah, no. Yeah, no, I'm um, okay. <laughs> but I, I am excited to probably, I, it's, I mean, Mario Kart doesn't change that much, right? And so to be able to see some like additional tracks and things like that, I wish they would add some additional like carts and and items for your carts and maybe some additional characters or something. That'd be cool. Um, but I, I, I get it, right? At this point, they already have a ton of characters and things going on anyway. So I'm not I'm not too hurt about that, but to see more tracks into what is already I mean pretty much a definitive Mario Kart is just incredible. Like that is that's good, man. Like to see what was it twenty five bucks for the or twenty five or thirty bucks for the DLC, and I can't. Remember. Yeah, it's like twenty five bucks. Yeah, and it's basically adding a whole new Mario Kart to it. Yeah, mm-hmm. cool. I'm all right with that. I wasn't sure about it at first because I do want that next Mario Kart, but at the same time, I I think this is a a great compromise, almost like Smash Bros. Ultimate. Yeah, so the first one has launched officially. Okay, um, I thought the I had first seen of something six about waves. It. Um, that's crazy, man. Because it adds what two whole cups, so like eight tracks. 
So wave one, March 18th, 2022, uh, Golden Dash Cup and the Lucky Cat Cup. Wave two, unknown date, will be Turnip yeah. Cup and Propeller Cup. Wave three will be Rock Cup and Moon Cup. Wave four, Fruit Cup, <laughs> Boomerang Cup. Wave five, Feather and Cherry. And wave six, Acorn and Spiny. So nice. we got Paris Promenade, Toad Circuit, Chaco Mountain, Coconut Hall, and then the Lucky Cat Cup. We got Tokyo Blur, Shroom Ridge, Sky Garden, and Ninja Hideaway. So the next four waves will be, or five waves, sorry, will be um, whenever. So by the end of 2023, by the way, is when all the waves end up. So I'm assuming yeah. they're going to do one a quarter. Well, a little over, I guess. I guess a little over. Yeah. Like one every like four months, I guess. Yeah. Would take you there. Eh, that's not so bad. Or they do it I every, mean, you know, every quarter. And they just, they do like what Smash did. We go all the way to wave five and then just wait a year for wave six. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. <laughs> yeah. They'll release one every month for like the next every two yeah. months for like <laughs> the, the rest the of wait, the year. The wait a year <laughs> for the last yeah. one. And there's the last one. Oh, yeah, that'd just be perfect. So talk about Tiny Tina's Wonderland here. Like what? Yeah, I don't don't have a ton going on here, right? So I technically pre-ordered it. I got it through Green Man Gaming, which was fucking stellar, by the way. Um, Got it through Green Man Gaming, got it downloaded because you couldn't pre-download it on PC. You could pre-download it on PlayStation 5 and Xbox, but not PC for whatever reason. So 7 o'clock rolled around. I had to get it downloaded. Mind you, we hop on here at nine o'clock. So I played about an hour and a half or so by the time it was downloaded. Uh, got in there. Character creators, uh, pretty simple, but not too bad, honestly. I mean, obviously everything has that borderland style to it. Um, so nobody you make is going to be a, a very incredible looking character. They have that mm-hmm. that very... Uh, uh, I I know it's not technically cell shaded, but cell shaded for uh, that's what I'm going to call it. Um, But you get in there and right off the bat, you get like a cinematic that kind of just sets up what's going on to some extent. Not even really. It throws you in pretty quick. It throws you in. Yeah. Relatively quick. I I played the one shot adventure and that's that's the start of the game. Am I correct or no? So this one was a little bit longer. It has the cinematic at the beginning and then you create your character and then you pretty much jump in from there. Um, So this is also my first game that I've really played mouse and keyboard on as far as like this, not a a, as far as a shooter, I guess. Um, So that learning curve is quite interesting for me so far. (laughs) Uh, I'm never really messed around with mouse and keyboard. So I. Uh, other than like MMOs or something of that nature. So this has um, been interesting. I put it on balanced, which is their like medium difficulty. Um, and so far, I, I only ha- I have not died. I, I died once by running off of an edge thinking I could make a jump. But other than that, I have not died in combat. So I would say if you're used to playing mouse and keyboard, if you're playing on a controller, you could probably even bump it up a level because uh, to the intense, the hard setting, because right now it's really not all that difficult. I can go just walk back and forth and, and take pop shots and do okay, even with mouse and keyboard that I'm entirely not used to. Um, the character creator was cool. You get to like kind of set up your character with some base armor and then go in and actually like uh, change the colors of it. You can change your character's face. 
Um, a lot of a lot of cool things going on there. Once you first get into it, I mean, the the writing is very much what you would expect from a Borderlands game because at the end of the day, this is another Borderlands game. Uh, yeah, just 100%. with a different setting. Yeah, there's. If you expected this to be anything different than Borderlands, it is definitely not. Uh, it seems like on some of the weapons, they tried to make them look a little bit more fantasy like, where they're like, "Hey, we put like crossbow." Uh, I don't even know what to call them. I'm not a crossbow guy, but the the <laughs> what? they made it look right. <laughs> Shame on you. Uh, but. Yeah, they they kind of made mm. them, some of them look like crossbows, and then some of them are just straight up fucking guns. Like mm-hmm. they're guns. Uh, yeah. You have a you have a grenade, or sorry, a spell slot, which basically takes the place of your grenade slot. You have an ability slot, which depending on which class you pick, has like a certain thing. Like the character I chose, uh, I'm it's the one that has like a little pet dragon that follows you around. Um, but I slam a hammer down and cause a bunch of melee damage and stuff. Uh, pretty cool. Uh, all the guns have like your typical elements and things going on there where they all have different modifiers. The voice acting is actually really good. I will give them that. Uh, Ashley Birch is tiny Tina. Again, uh, you have, uh, Wanda Sykes as, uh, as, as one of the characters and Andy Samberg as the other character. So the, the voice acting is definitely pretty good. And I mean, it, it's that corny borderlands, like over the top, mm-hmm. just, I, the queen is butt stallion in this game, right? Like it's, it's ridiculous and just crazy. Um, the weapons feel just like borderlands too. They don't, even though they may, you know, look slightly different. They're pretty much Borderlands weapons. Everything there is pretty much the same. The gameplay is the same. The only thing that really is different that I've, I've noticed so much uh, or so far is uh, you have like some narrative stuff going on, but um, there's like a, you go through levels almost. It's a little bit more linear. The area I'm in now is a larger open, open world. I don't even want to really call it a, an open yeah, world, but it's a, pretty a larger all the tricks, like mountains on this area. Right. But it, it's definitely a bigger area. I wouldn't say it. I'm not, I'm not too far into it. So some of these may get bigger as we go, but um, mm-hmm. I know like uh, you had different worlds that you would go to and they would be like a larger, um, a larger landscape for you to travel in some of the borderlands games. This one so far has been a little bit more linear with some like side paths and things that you can go down, but it's still, somewhat linear um but yeah you have this overworld that you travel from like level to level to level type of thing Mm -hmm. and there's stuff to also explore on the overworld where you play as like your your character but like kind of chibi like with a giant head and everything wandering around um and there's also random encounters in grass like old school pokemon style well still new school pokemon style i guess at that point but um definitely a little different um and i i have noticed so far that my online the the connection to shift which is their like online deal um was in and out constantly other than that though i i'm actually enjoying it quite a bit so far i was playing it pretty much right up until we went live um like I said, about an hour and a half ish, uh, probably an hour of actual gameplay after I got in and and really kind of settled into what was going on. But I, I'm enjoying it again. It is Borderlands to a T. It doesn't seem to lean as heavy into the D&D aspect of it that I was hoping it might. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you like Borderlands 
Uh, you will like this. If you don't like Borderlands, you're not going to like this. It is ti- it is Borderlands turned to eleven because it's Tiny Tina, and she is the one of the most outlandish characters in mm-hmm. Borderlands, and very loud and aggressive and just yelling all the time. But I I enjoy it. I I've always liked Borderlands, and I this is scratching that itch where I don't feel like Borderlands three really did that for me. But I think this is really really hitting its stride pretty well i like the fantasy kind of world you have going on so far so far i've pretty much just fought um uh bandits and and skeletons which and some like rock trolls and just different enemy types and uh, i have not really gotten to adjust my character anymore past what i originally did even though i found a lot more customization stuff as i go Mm -hmm. that stuff just drops from killing random enemies uh the weapons are all right um I have not found one I'm really attached to yet, but uh, I'm Any, like, hoping I will. Or anything or no? I have not ran into any technical issues fucking at rough all. when I was doing the one shot adventure shit. Really? Yeah. So yeah. that was, it was on PS5, mind you. So yeah. Uh, so far, I have not ran into any problems technical at all good. whatsoever. Good. Uh, it has been a very smooth experience. Granted, again, very short period of time, but um, I, next week I should have a I should have quite a bit more time into it. I'm going to switch gears and play this probably quite a bit um, and switch between Elden Ring and this. But uh, yeah, I should have a little bit more to say next week. But overall, a good Borderlands experience. But if you don't like Borderlands, it's just I wouldn't even bother because it's it is just that. Perfect. Good to know. I probably will not touch it because I'm just not a yeah. huge Borderlands guy. But and I really the one shot adventure I wasn't a huge fan of as I was going along, but um cool so moving on for, for some news so cd project red has announced the next witcher game which is kind of crazy um but also i think a lot of people are kind of expecting this on the maybe maybe all along they were gonna do this anyways but i feel like it's maybe a little early to kind of get rid of the heat you know what i mean that was behind cyberpunk i don't know yeah it, it, the timing feels a little weird uh but I don't know why anybody would be too surprised that they're working on this. I, they've probably been, I mean, working, on they've probably while, been yeah. working on it for a while at this point. They're just finally announcing it. Um, it does well, feel a little bit like a PR stunt to some I, extent to kind of pull some. I think that there may maybe they haven't really worked on it as much only because in the news here, it's saying that it's going to utilize Unreal Engine 5 rather than their Red Engine. Yeah, And I just think that that's a business decision that would come with after cyberpunk issues perhaps yeah and, I don't know, and one crazy. of the big when they announced that they were using unreal engine and like and teaming up with epic on this one of the big things that came out was like everybody's like oh no it's gonna be an epic epic game store exclusive and their community manager took to twitter basically to clarify right off the bat he's like what we did not announce today was a <laughs> game called the witcher 4 and we also did not announce that this is going to be exclusive to one storefront so i i think it's good that they got ahead of that um it does feel weird it feels slightly disingenuous considering cyberpunk still is not fixed like it, it's better um it still is not you it is still not the game that they they tried to promise or anything it is I, I don't know. It's in a weird limbo. I have not revisited it in a very long time, so I can't fully speak to where it's at currently, but um, I mean, what no, if this I, is a giant remaster? 
I don't think it is. I think I they showed off. So what they showed off was the, the medallion, right? But yeah, uh, the medallion that they showed off is a Lynx medallion. So they're implying that it is a different um, school within the Witcher uh, mm. uh, lore, I guess. Um, I, so I actually did a hot fix with Nick over all of this from WASD and beyond. And we kind of talked for about 40 minutes about what we kind of thought this was going to be and everything. And I, I think this is going to be their turn to take a crack at maybe a less serious character. I think they're going to go with a little bit more of a, not like full on Spider-Man cracking jokes all the time or anything like that. But I mm-hmm. think it's going to be somebody who's a little less gruff than Geralt where he's, you know, grunts all the time, never really has much to say. Uh, I, I think, I think this is a cool opportunity for them. I just have lost so much faith in CD project red. Not that I really had much to begin with. Cause I never played the Witcher at launch. I just heard the horror stories of like, Hey, the Witcher three was a mess. Cyberpunk was a mess. I don't have a lot of faith in this this right off the bat i will eventually pick it up don't get me wrong but um this is not going to be something i pick up day one i just can't trust cd project red at this point yeah i think what's what's happening here is it was let's release something to talk about something else other than cyberpunk um even though i think most of that's kind of died down by now honestly yeah. I just think that there's a negative connotation to, to Cyberpunk regardless. And like the average person looks at that game and honestly at this point probably knows too, like, whoa. Right. I've heard yeah. about this this disaster. Um, so like going back to that's great. I think they haven't even started the damn thing because of the fact that they're gonna use a different engine. Or they're very yeah. they're very very very, very, very little into development. Um I I am happy to see them switching engines, though, because clearly their engine cannot handle their ambitions no. that they have. I also just I just don't want the same shit, though. Like, I don't right. I don't want the same shit to, to play out where the next three years we hear about this fucking game. Seven years between the announcement of Cyberpunk and when it finally came out. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. Like, I don't want to hear the next four or five years then about this game. They can't take seven. They need to take no. way less than that. But I don't want to sit around for the next five years listening about this fucking game and then it comes out and the same shit happens. Because at that point, if it's a different engine and a game comes out and it's the same shit, which is all hypothetical, it's the right. team. Like... Just yeah. doesn't jive. There's shit that just doesn't jive there. I I also wonder if this is going to be a smaller spinoff, like that Uncharted game that came out. I I'm drawing a blank on which one that is. Um, oh but yeah, yeah, I got or like you. Miles Morales, where it's a little bit shorter too, and maybe not a full pop game or something like that, to where maybe this is just a little yeah. bit of a filler to maybe get back in good graces. With can you really with- make a small Witcher game though? Uh, probably Without not. Without how they have satisfying people, it. you know what I mean. That's true, right? Uh, but also, I mean, S- Spider Man and then Miles Morales was a. I I enjoyed the the little bit. It, I I still put a lot of time in Miles Morales. Don't get me wrong, but yeah, 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 yeah. a little bit more bite sized experience was nice. Granted, Spider Man wasn't. I don't think it was really all that long. I think I beat it in twenty no, hours. Spider Man was more of like a showcase of like. Yeah. Yeah just insomniac's abilities i mean the city like Mm -hmm. 
I don't know. No Spider-Man game has been fantastic in terms of open world things to do yeah. after you've beat shit. It just gets extremely boring. But Now, I will say uh, one thing that worked for Insomniac is they used the same world, essentially. So they were able to turn yeah, that around. At, yeah, yeah, and then just made everything winter, right? So it's not going to be exactly the same thing. But I, I could almost see this being more of a, a smaller game. Uh, maybe not the full Witcher experience that you would mm-hmm. fully uh, expect after, you know, Witcher 3 and all of its DLC and everything. I mean, because some of their DLC was a full game. So, <laughs> I mean, they, they yeah. had a lot, a lot of uh, content in some of those DLCs. So I, I could I could see that. I'm not saying that I think that's necessarily what's going to happen. But with their bad pub, uh, publicity lately, it, it wouldn't be a half bad idea to just put out something that is a little bit shorter and very high quality and hopefully earn back a little bit of trust because I feel like there's a lot of people that are in the same boat as me where I'm like, nah, nah not at launch, man. I, I still think think CD Projekt is going to get swallowed up by Microsoft. Uh, Maybe, maybe. I could see it, I guess. I, I don't know. Although there's already news coming out that a lot of the fucking dev teams that have been acquired up aren't getting along together. Yeah. Microsoft yeah. and they're walking out on shit. There's Fable there's team a, is just walking out on shit. There's a lot of dev teams, so like surely someone's not there are. going Something's to get along. Something's going to click, but yeah, I don't know. I still think that they get bought up. I mean, Sony's not going to touch them with a 100-foot pole. Yeah, they pulled their game from the store for like six months. Yeah. I don't wild. know. I, I feel like it that would be a bad move for Microsoft to pick them up currently, too. I think they need to put out something. Um, I mean, but they picked up Activision the time being. At, at what would be what, what could be, you know, that's true. But Activision is lucrative as hell. I know it it's lucrative so as hell, but I mean, money. there's also just so much shitty PR that's happening at the same time. That's true. But they haven't entirely lost. I mean, the, the Call of Duty fan base is still the call of duty fan base and, and yeah. Warzone brings in crazy money and people play it religiously. I, I think it's a little bit different situation, but I, I, I see what you're saying, especially from the negative PR standpoint, that clearly does not scare Microsoft at this point. So no, I don't not know. At all. <sighs> Do you want to talk on the leaks? Yeah. So, uh, there, there's not a whole lot here, right? Uh, basically a new battlefield game has, I, I don't even know if I really want to call it leaked, but apparently there's a new Battlefield game in development. Again, this is a situation where I feel like the internet overreacted um, because, of course, no there's a new Battlefield. <laughs> That's what DICE does. They make predominantly Battlefield, so of course they're going to be working on their next Battlefield game. I think the 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 reason people are upset is because Battlefield 2042 is absolute dog shit and a dumpster fire that they are not fixing at all currently. Mm-hmm. They're putting out tiny little patches that are trivial in the grand scheme of things. But um, so currently this is just in pre-production and is expected to remain in a modern and future modern or future time period. So now no more going back to, you know, uh, World War Two or anything like that. Uh, supposedly there's going to revert a lot of the changes that they made in 2042. Like the specialist system was a big one that was mentioned in this. Again, this is all leaks. It's hearsay. There's no announcement. So, uh, there's no the anything like that. What the fuck is the gamble here? Is there thing? Is there thing like, hey, we fucked up? 
didn't give you what you wanted. We're going to slowly give you stuff, and then we'll just re-release another fucking game that has all the stuff you originally wanted? Uh, yeah, that's kind of what I'm gathering from it. <laughs> that's so fucked up. I, I don't... Uh, maybe the tornado will run more than one route. Yeah. I, this is another studio I have no faith in anymore. I really just don't. After I didn't like Battlefield Five, but you know, returning yeah. to that modern era was like, hey, I'm I'm here for it. I'm in. Yep. I'm I'm excited for this. And I got fucking burnt on that. I mean, twenty forty two was awful. I played it two weeks, not even full two yeah, weeks. You and like I, a little you bit and here I and there. Maybe two weeks of it, and then we're like, we can't. I I absolutely despise that game. There is nothing I enjoy about that game. I there's no redeeming qualities about it. The map design sucks. Everything about it is just not what people want from a Battlefield game. And it it's one of those things like it doesn't even seem like the same devs are working on this. Granted, I'm sure there's been a lot of movement. There's probably a lot of people that have left from dice between, you know, Battlefield 4 and and now. And Battlefield has never really launched in a great state either. It's always been a disaster. Um, but this one was particularly bad. And I feel like the dice really shot themselves in the foot on this. Uh, and EA shot themselves in the foot by, by pushing this out and... It sucks. It, it sucks. I was super excited for a Battlefield game. I thought this was going to be the game that we played for a while as our multiplayer game, and it just isn't. Um, to see them talking about another Battlefield game, of course it's in pre-production, so they're just talking about shit at this point. They aren't even really doing anything currently. Mm-hmm. Um, so, whatever. I mean, that that doesn't mean anything, but they still need to fix Battlefield 2042. So- if they don't, their sales are going to hurt significantly going into. Well, they got to do something quick because their current users. Okay. So on Tuesday, November 30th, they averaged 47,300 average users online. Okay. Mm -hmm. What do you think it is today? Oh God. I fucking maybe 8,000, 10,000, 2,283. Holy cow. Yeah, that's not averaging averaging the last fuck man month month and a half averaging 2000 to 2500 current players. Holy I, shit. Last 30 hate last 30 days that. a 31% drop in peak player. God. I I hate to see that because it, I I love Battlefield games when they're at their best, but I mean this is this has no redeeming qualities of a Battlefield game. It's a hot garbage None. when it came out, and then yeah, they didn't do anything about it. And like, I don't want to sound like an asshole, but like, I'm gonna blame a lot of this on the work from home shit. Yeah, like That's I just fair. don't think it works for some studios. I don't think that like, or there's a learning curve, and shit had to be delayed again. But like, also at the same time. They delayed it multiple times, and then they said, fuck it, we got to put it out there because they got the mob on them, right? Which is the gaming community just losing their shit, which it's not. It's it, Again, I want to emphasize, it's not the gaming community's fault for that. No. Because ultimately, the company be like, fuck you, we're just going to delay it again, and it comes out, and it, it's nice. But like to not have a scoreboard in right. your fucking game? 
which they delayed the update to add a scoreboard to their game. It's incredible. I don't I don't understand. I don't get it. I don't get it. Granted, I mean, Halo's in a very similar boat where they were supposed to have co-op like a month and a half ago, and they still don't have co-op for the campaign. There's still a lot. There's still Forge missing. Like, that's a player base that is dwindling as well because they are not adding the content that they said they were going to add. Forge is single-handedly a thing that could keep this game alive, and they aren't adding it. There's a lot of, there's so many issues there too, but compared to something like Battlefield 2042, it looks great. (laughs) Halo Infinite looks like a significantly better game than 2042, and that's, Still not saying much, though. I mean, Halo's in a, a really weird spot right now as well. So I don't know. I, I don't yeah, know what the Halo answer on is. Halo Steam, 8,000 from launch of 147,000 and a midpoint of 33,000. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. I, I, They're not... Those games are not seeing the support. And honestly, that is something that Activision has actually been doing exceptionally well with, with their their constant content updates, their new stuff they're pushing out. Yeah, minus Overwatch. But like for Call of Duty especially, right? Like they still Mm -hmm. pump out content for that all the time. And it shows because their player base stays, right? Like their game is not some like far cry from anything else but they continually update it they continually put content out and that makes a massive difference in retaining your audience what i don't really understand is just like if your game is bad right and and perhaps my strategy here doesn't make sense and perhaps it's wrong but if your game is that bad you're losing people like crazy i would just go into like update mode like crazy like every fucking day or two i'm throwing in a quality of life update i'm throwing something in the moment i have shit and it, of course it has to be play tested and stuff like that but the moment i have shit that's just going to help i would throw it in there to yeah, be appreciated don't wait for I mean, large updates just yeah start like, patching let, shit right like let's be honest and let's be real like the, the community as much as it has incredible mood swings either way so it's like if you're, you know, they can get pissed off as possible, but then also at the same time, if you start showing them, hey, I'm, I'm, I'm doing a little updates. Hey, here's your scoreboard. Hey, we fixed grenades. Hey, we got rid of the hovercraft issue right off the bat. Hey, here's this glitch done, fixed, over with. And you just start putting little shit out like that, and you show it's consistent. I think people would actually give a shit and probably start playing it. Yeah, yeah, but I think it's too late it now. Shows- it, it it yeah at this point yes way but too late at now. least it shows that they were they would have been working on something right yeah, like it's if you're the, putting like, out even small updates each week no when it was missing that, you that much shit like put together a small fucking video do those ice cubes ever scare the fuck out of you like they're gonna come crash and just break your nose it's more concerning when we're doing the podcast because I I'm trying the, to not make stone, noise <laughs> with the stone cubes. Um, no, it's just like if your game is missing so much shit, just start putting shit in the game and get it out. I mean, no, I don't I, I don't understand the the thought process there. Like, sh- fucking show that you give a shit. I agree. Like that's I just wholeheartedly wild agree. to me. I mean, that's why Overwatch fans have been playing that game too because they have not been doing yeah. anything to it there's been no i mean like, they just great. recently started talking alpha fantastic right. but we, we already know we what's going to be in the alpha we we're already told that it's going to be there's going to be characters that are overpowered why why the fuck is that going to be a thing <laughs> why can't you fucking 
You already have half of the characters balanced. (laughs) Like, what the fuck? It's crazy. That's after a year and a half of like radio silence on that game, too. Yeah. Bizarre. So like I'm not, I'm not gonna lie. Am I gonna buy it day one? Yeah, I'll probably buy it day one just because I've invested <laughs> so much time into Overwatch itself. But like right. again, I go on Overwatch and play it. I'm like, besides like a couple of new skins and then bringing back skins into shit, there's no, there's no new fucking character that's been in there. And I get it. They're like, we want to change the the. They're just you know, we want to change the style and yeah, some of the characters and change their. But okay, cool. Like why why don't you fucking do that in the game that's out right now and then just push people over the next one never mind the fact that they fucked over every esports team because now they have to pick one person that they're kicking the fuck out (laughs) yeah but also it's like it's like i was having this conversation with eric and a a while back and like we don't understand this gray area that they want to move into where it's like hey we want to give you a second game it's going to have the same characters in it they're going to be redesigned Mm-hmm. There's gonna be one last person on your team, and they're gonna have some different abilities and stuff like that. And so I sit there and I'm like, okay, so the the gray area of them constituting this as a full pop game isn't even there in the current stasis that they that they wanted. Like them not, them holding everything back from Overwatch one and just waiting for Overwatch two doesn't constitute a new fucking game from everything no. we've been shown right now. Like no. what this sounds like is essentially DLC. So I really don't understand why like they can charge people full pop and people pay it i don't like whatever but like why not migrate your player base into that game by updating your current fucking game right with stuff or even just a minuscule like i just i don't don't, get it don't go full pop right like do a 30 dollar upgrade to get like the new visuals and stuff like that i I don't even care about if they do a 60 dollar for the thing i'm what i'm saying is just like the gray area of them, I think, holding back, not doing a phased approach of taking the community now and fucking keeping it alive to go to your second fucking game. I don't think I don't really understand why they're not doing that. And the only right. reason I can come up with is that they don't think the perceived value would be there for the $60 game if they did it, because then it would be maps and game modes. But I sit there and go, even if you have maps, game modes, and the same fucking characters, you've just made them more pastel and more cartoony looking. I yeah. it's it's still not fucking worth it on perceived value. Right. So I I don't I don't know. I don't get it. I don't understand it. It's whatever. I don't either. Gaming companies <laughs> have gone fucking nuts in the last couple of years. Yes, it's they have wild. Speaking of that, we got a DC games update. As we get into the trenches of news here. So Gotham Knights has officially been given the release date of October 25th, 2022. We got a date. We got a damn date. It's amazing. And on top of that, <laughs> kind of a date, Suicide Squad Kill the Justice League has been delayed to spring 2023. This is what, the third delay? At least the second, if not the third, yes. I think Which, it was supposed to come out last spring, and then they pushed sound, it to holiday. Y- yes, uh, no, I don't remember exactly. No, yeah, I spring believe it was to supposed to be spring. spring this fucking year. Yeah, yeah, at least was the original date. Then we got fall, mm-hmm. and now we've got spring of next year. Which not to sound like an asshole, like I'm looking forward to Gotham Knights, 
but I was much more looking forward to Suicide Squad. I'm I'm actually excited for both of them because Gotham Knights seems, even though it's not rock steady, it seems like it's definitely going to be more of that. Yeah, Arkham-esque, uh, that Arkham series for sure. Um, now the Suicide Squad Kill the Justice League, I'm excited for that just because it's a co-op game. And on top of that, it's Rocksteady that's doing it. So you know it's in pretty good hands for the most part. Maybe not if you play on PC uh, because that doesn't seem to be their strong suit. But uh, no, I, I'm really excited for both of these games actually. But uh, it does suck to see Suicide Squad push back again. Yeah. I that. Every time it gets pushed back, I know a lot of people are like, oh, give it time, give it, give them all the time they need. And I agree with that. But a lot of times that also speaks to there's trouble somewhere. And that's usually a, at least a, a small red flag that I'm I'm usually concerned about when you start to see things get pushed back. Not once, not twice, but multiple times. Like, I, I understand Shit happens, right? But uh, man, to see it delayed at least twice, maybe even three times, I I can't remember exactly, but uh, that that's troubling to some extent. I'm just sick and tired of fucking delays. Yeah, just yeah, make it I, like like to tell me that to go from hey it's coming out in the fall or spring, sorry, to then say hey it's coming out in the fall to then say hey spring of next year, like that's you're fucking overshooting, yeah, like mad, I, bro. I, I just wish they'd wait until they were more definitive on when they were going to launch it type of thing, right? Like if you're if don't just throw a date out there for the sake of it because now you get people's hopes up. If you would just wait until you're a little bit closer, even if I understand they want to get their whole marketing cycle out there, yada yada yada, but at the same time, like good God, when you when you have to push it back at least a full year, that seems like an issue to where like if you just wait until, you know, six months before you are actually ready to launch this motherfucker and you are confident this thing is going to be ready. Like if you delay it a month or two, that's one thing. But to eventually be pushed back so long, that's that's a whole nother ball game. Like, again, that's like the cyberpunk thing being announced seven years before mm-hmm. it was even ready to come out. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like people are just announcing their games way too early, like this Witcher thing. It could be four or five years until we see this fucking game. At least. Yeah, Who knows? Easily. I I just I, that shit gets old. Like and it makes announcements lose their luster anymore to where it seems like something new's getting announced every every other week, and then it's like, okay, cool, we'll see this in fucking twenty twenty eight. Like well, it also okay. ruins like shit like game awards and also E three because right. now for the next four fucking years we're gonna get nothing but little Witcher <sighs> updates. And yeah. then when you when you go back and look at every single like E3 and Game Awards over the last like, I don't know, five years is what I'd say people started doing this shit. You start going back and being like, what was actually new? Right. Like announced yeah. and also like not only just new announced, but like what was actually like what, what the fuck is actually coming out? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, we I mean, we've been doing this for a while now and it it all runs together at some point because you see an yeah. announcement and you're like, I don't remember when the fuck this was actually well, announced this shit, anymore. This shit happened pre-COVID, so it's not like it was a fucking COVID thing, COVID no. times that caused it to happen. This shit was happening well before that. Oh, absolutely. And, and by even all then, intents the game and purposes, ha- we're getting back to normal. And, and even then, the, the game will release and be a fucking buggy disaster or be a mess and incomplete. And then it takes months of patches before it's actually even ready to. It's like, 
I understand it's a shareholder thing. They're putting it out. I I get it. They're trying to make money, but dude, I don't even think it's like I I, to some extent. Yeah, I I get. I yeah, but I mean, I also think at this point, like they're just kind of like fuck it, put it out. Yeah, yeah, they'll they'll buy. Like I don't I don't think the shareholder wants to have the like most shareholders now understand the value of a built-in sustained community. So it's like they want the product right. to go out and cling to people. They don't want it to like negate people from wanting to play it. I think Cyberpunk it's, sold 13 million copies and was a piece of shit at launch. Right. But I think that that's Project Red just being like, fuck it, put it out. Yeah. Well, it was. 2042 was a fucking buggy disaster and still is. And fuck it's, it, put it, was it the out. 12th, yeah, it was the 12th highest selling game on Steam. It's crazy. It's right. just so crazy. It's like, whatever. They, they can know they can fucking get away money. with it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, last story of the night, evening, wherever you're listening to this. Um, PlayStation making an acquisition. Little confusing, but not really. <laughs> but they picked up Haven yeah. Studios, um, which is founded and, and ran by Jade Raymond, who is um, very popular and very famous for doing Assassin's Creed. I mean, basically coming up with Assassin's right. Creed and with a team to come up with Assassin's Creed. Um, can I just read the quick statement by Herman Hurst? Or Go Hulst, for it. Sorry. Okay, yeah. so Herman Hulst wrote, uh, Today I'm delighted to announce that Haven Studios is officially joining PlayStation Studios. Jade Raymond brings a wealth of experience from her industry achievements and an infectious passion for creating games and the leadership team at Haven, uh, at Haven is an equally impressive group of industry veterans who have collaborated on some of the biggest and most beloved games and franchises that many of us still enjoy today. We began working with Jade and her team in early 2021 when they were on the brink of announcing the formation of Haven Studios. From the first pitch, we were inspired by Haven's vision for creating a modern multi player experience that brings gamers together in positive and meaningful ways we were confident in their creative and technical expertise to deliver on such an ambitious project and we were thrilled to invest in their journey developing a new original ip for playstation we've had the privilege of working closely with haven this past year and have been impressed by the studio's growth yada 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 then jade goes into it says that one year ago they embarked on the journey to start haven studios which obviously was started out of the presumption that sony was going to be their sugar daddy 100 percent on this right. there's no fucking oh, absolutely way. um that's exactly why she left stadia correct yeah she left stadia yeah. is that right i mean from the get-go the game they announced was it was a sony exclusive so they definitely were they were already yeah. in bed they yeah. were at state or she was at stadia for a while though yes correct um Here's more about the game, the parts I picked out from it. Our first new IP for PlayStation is on track to deliver a AAA multiplayer experience with a vision to build a systematic and evolving world focused on freedom, thrill, and playfulness that will keep players entertained and engaged for years. So, uh, open world, hopefully it's not fucking Riders Republic. Um, Esque style shit. I... uh... This acquisition means jack shit to me because she has left the last three studios she has been at without putting anything out. The games have been canceled, Ooh, and shit. I, I just genuinely. No, I mean, like, I, I agree. I, I agree. I agree. I, I agree. don't give a fuck because we haven't even seen what the game is, which means it could absolutely be shit canned at any point. There's also no fucking team. Yeah, not it's really. her and a couple fucking people. Yeah, I believe one of the guys is from Respawn, if I remember correctly. Yes, um, 
Correct. If not two of them, I can't remember. But yeah, at this point, we don't know what the fuck it is. Um, it's not coming last... up for a long fucking time because it's AAA. Yeah. Yeah, we're at least probably a good four or five years away from this. Um, Sony's bread and butter is not typically these multiplayer experiences. I have heard so many things about multiplayer experiences being innovative and yada, 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 and it usually amounts to jack shit and the game fucking dies immediately. I just, I'm not saying I don't have faith in the studio. I am saying currently in the last eight years she has not produced anything and i know she's the like spearhead of this whole thing and she just leaves studios and the the projects get canceled so i i don't have much hope in this i know sony does clearly because they yeah. pick them up but at the same time i don't they when they they what was it uh, they wanted to have multiplayer how 10 live service games launch in the next 10 years or something like that yeah. under sony so this is one of them that is a huge time span. Um, I, I, this at this moment until I see a game, this means jack shit to me. It really. I does. agree with you, hundred percent. I mean, for for me, this just seems like a giant like. Let me throw my cock out into the wind on the basis that I'm you know acquiring shit because it's just hot news now that any right. like this is what's so fucking stupid is any time now there's some little fucking micro studio picked up somewhere by anybody it fucking blows the news up on all these yep. outlets now, which is a yep. huge pain in the ass. Not to say that they shouldn't have the limelight. It's just like some of them don't mean shit. What this is, is she was working at Stadia. She probably fucking talked to somebody at Sony, said Stadia is a fucking pile of shit. I got to leave this fucking thing. She <laughs> left it while also preemptively understanding that PlayStation would then work through a possibility of acquiring her, which this chick just fucking made out with a fucking massive payday probably oh, for sure. fucking nothing which is insane right. probably concept art at this point which is fine i'm not dissing her i'm just like to your fucking right. point the stats don't fucking lie she's left she's she did assassin's creed up to what up to what assassin's creed like brotherhood okay fucking left left the other shit, hopscotched all over the fucking place, moving her way up to the point where she was what? What was she head of what at fucking Stadia? I forget. Head of... Head was of, it development? I think it was game development, yeah. I think. Okay. But anyways, hopscotched the fuck around, got up to the top of it and said, fuck it, raised some fucking capital, started her own fucking studio, then got acquired by fucking PlayStation, and they were talking about PlayStation exclusive games last year. Anyways, it's just—I mean, it's just—it's fucking stupid. It—it's—it was built to be fucking acquired. Is exactly what this shit is. It's just—it's always been a PlayStation Studios studio from the Absolutely. fucking get-go. In so March like, 2019, Raymond announced that she had joined Google as vice president during a 2019 games developer conference. So she was the vice president of Stadia specifically. Great. So when the vice president decides to leave, it's either the product shit or she knew a fucking payday was coming if she went and just raised capital for her own studio. Uh huh. So I don't know. In 2015, she joined EA and formed Motive Studios based in Montreal. Uh, she was also in charge of Visceral Game Studio. Uh, she worked on games design, Star Wars games. And oh. developed a new original IP that I'm pretty sure never saw the light of fucking day. Uh, 2010, she built a new studio for Ubisoft. 
Okay. So she opened a new facility for Ubisoft. She she has not put out a let's see. She was an executive producer of new IP at Ubisoft Montreal, which included Watch Dogs and the Mighty Quest for Epic Loot. So she has not actually put out a game since Watch Dogs. Which Watch Dogs was a, was an okay game. It was all right. The Quest for Mighty Loot was shit. Yep. I feel like people... How far... When was Watch Dogs released? Uh, let's see. Watch Dogs was released in 2014. Okay, great. I thought it was earlier than that, but yeah, so 20... eight eight years. Yeah, around eight years, seven yeah. eight years. Great. Yeah, that's good. So but the I whole like... the multi service shit is just <sighs> yeah. I, I mean, the PlayStation's ma- the problem right now. I'm having is it. It seems and I get their business they have to make money, but it seems like PlayStation is really gonna. I really fucking hope they don't do this. But with the PSVR stuff, it seems a lot like they are priming themselves to be able to use the word metaverse. Yeah. So here which is fucking concerning to me because I hate the metaverse. Yeah, absolutely. So she worked <laughs> on Sims Online as the producer in 2002, Assassin's Creed as the producer in 2007, uh, Assassin's Creed 2 and Assassin's Creed Bloodlines as the executive producer in 2009, Tom Clancy's Splinter Cell Blacklist in 2013 as the executive producer, Watch Dogs in 2014 as the executive producer, Assassin's Creed Unity as the managing director in 2014, Far Cry 4 as the managing director in 2014, The Mighty Quest for Epic Loot as the executive producer in 2015, and Star Wars Battlefront 2 as the SVP group man- or group general manager in nope, 2017. Nope, 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 nope. Uh, yeah. Yeah, so uh, she has a lot of pedigree and uh, people really um, put her on this pedestal. But ultimately, in the last nearly decade, she hasn't really put out anything revolutionary by any means. So I I, and that's not a knock at her, um, but it's just a statement based on what I am seeing right now looking at. I mean, it's that's the fucking facts, dude. Yeah, I mean, Battlefront Two was a fucking train wreck, and she left. <laughs> she left in January of twenty eight. Uh, yeah, January of twenty eighteen, and the game launched in November of twenty seventeen. So she was gone before it even got fixed. It's awesome. That's awesome. I. I, I, I want them to put out a cool game. I'm I'm cool with that, but I just, at this point, I don't give a shit. I don't give a shit. There is nothing that makes me want to care about this, nor should I care about this, nor should anybody give a fuck about this until we see something. And even then, it could get shit canned like that fucking Scalebound game that Microsoft had that people were stoked about, and they got fucking shit canned. So, I... Until this has a release date and is coming and has a fucking demo or something, I who just, cares? I don't want fucking live games all over the place. No. Call me no, an I asshole, agree. but I just, I don't want that. I don't need more fucking destinies all over the fucking place. I don't want That's that. Fair. I don't care. 
I understand that they're doing God. What's the project name? Is it Spartacus? Is that it? Mm. Pantheon. What the fuck is the project for PlayStation now? Oh my God. What's the project name? It's a Greek. I think it is Spartacus. It's Spartacus. Okay. Yeah, it's Spartacus. Whatever the fuck they're doing with that, I really don't want it to be. Hey, we can't get IP. So we're making live service games and you get to play them for free when you subscribe to PlayStation now. Like I just I don't want that shit. I don't want no. that. That's not what I want. I don't want the fucking metaverse. <laughs> I don't want to hear about that shit. I just want you to make fucking games. Make games. Go make the right acquisitions. You fucked up and didn't acquire shit when you could acquire it. Microsoft came in and started acquiring shit. It's not hard to fucking understand Microsoft. They're huge. They're clunky. You can see all the fucking info right in front of them, exactly what they're trying to fucking do. Years ago, you and I were talking about this, of exactly mm-hmm. what the fuck they were going to do. I listened, I listened to one of our older episodes, mm-hmm. and fucking to a T, it is exactly, and that's not a toot on us, uh, like tooting our own horn. I, I, I mean, I think anyone could have really predicted that, but you can, word for word, they're going to go buy a shit ton of stuff and just put that into this system. They'll operate at a fucking loss for years yep. to build their economy of scale. And then they'll come out eventually, which this phase has not yet come out, but we know it's fucking coming. Just a fucking stick that plugs into the bag of your fucking TV. And now you have an Xbox because it's going to yep. stream. And that's yep. it. That's it. That's the whole fucking plan. Yeah. And it's going to work. It absolutely and is. It's like, I, I love Sony. I have a PlayStation. I have a PS5 sitting right here with me. But I mean, yeah. fucking damn it. They are stupid when it comes I to shit. They that. overpaid like 6X for Destiny's team. Oh my Easily. God, yes. Yeah. Easily. Like absurd, man. It's one IP and it's already in its second fucking revision. Multiple DLC to it. It's had hiccups. It has more competition than ever. Hiccups to say the least. Yeah, it has more competition in the market than ever before for and live more service live games. games are just going to cannibalize that. So Sony putting out oh more God. is just going to cannibalize their own fucking market at that point. <sighs> but it's okay. We can make it a TV show. Like, fuck, man. <laughs> Jesus. I don't know. I don't know what the fuck these, this Haven Studio is going to do. I, they're I just they're not even started up yet they have to hire people they have to fucking figure all this shit out so like you said we're gonna be like six fucking years out dude yeah like i mean that is the most business tech bro lingo cesspool of a fucking press release i've ever heard in my life <laughs> yeah it is jesus yeah, it christ is. oh my god get your patagonia vests on while they're fucking dry writing this one <laughs> Holy fuck. <laughs> Wearing their all birds uh, shoes. Oh shit. Their fucking chinos and their fucking Patagonia vest. 100%. Yep. Absolutely. Sipping some matcha, bro. Goddamn. Anyways, that'll do it for this episode. <laughs> <laughs> well, we just trashed the shit out of that. Yeah, um Absolutely. Guys, you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Diggity Podcast. Leave us a review of the audio version of the podcast and check us out on video if you haven't before. Go uh, to YouTube and type in Spawn Camp. You'll see our logo there and you'll see all the other great content going up on Spawn Camp from people such as Build Bros and WSD and beyond. Um, if, you have, 
problems finding us. Just search Spawn Camp Podcast. I don't know why, but that actually brings it up. So perfect, perfect. We're we're close <laughs> network, to network Spawn Camp Network. It'll come up. Sorry, we're close to custom URL land, which is exciting. So we're we so need, close. Thank we God. just need to get there. God, please. Um, but uh, yeah, thank you so much for listening. Uh, hopefully, there's no more. There's no delays next week. Can't promise that. It's become a regular weekly session on the show uh and until next time guys we can't wait to release a game in 20 years from now we will see you later